if you're a fan of the show The Wire, you've heard Omar, one of the stars of the show, say, when you aim at the king, you don't miss. You best not miss. This weekend, Boston College played the king, the number one team in the country, punched him twice in the face, and knocked them straight out. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I'm your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So, this weekend, if you were to rank big weekends for BC sports, this is probably the one of the biggest BC's had in a long time. You had, for the first time in their history, the battle of Comav, Boston College versus BU, turn into a game between the number one and number two teams in the country. And the Eagles were not the number one team in the country. It was actually BU. Lots going into this. Obviously, there's a rivalry that's gone back hundreds of years. Not hundreds of years, but a hundred years. And you have two teams that have... I think it was like 28 NHL players between the two of them. There's a lot of pride there. This is a chance for Boston College to show that they're back. I mean, how long has it been since BC has been really good? It's been a while. Now they have, you know, they've got the freshman line with Will Smith, Gabe Peralt, Ryan Leonard. They've got a good goalie in Jacob Fowler. Kata Gautier is their star uh, who's been around now two years. So that makes him a vet, I guess. Going against... Uh, BU team that's been a juggernaut right now. They're cut fresh off a frozen four win, uh, season. You know, the number one team in the country. Could Boston College go against this team and w- win a game, first of all? And, and then after that, could they win on the road? So, you look at this game. The excitement level going into that Friday night game was crazier and made me more nostalgic than I've had about BC sports in a long time. I've said on this podcast before, I was there during some really fun times during BC sports. BC basketball was really good. I was there for BC hockey. You know, Craig Smith and Jared Dudley on some good hockey teams. Uh, Football was pretty good at that point. So I remember how crazy BC fans can get. I remember basketball with fans around around the block for season tickets. So back then it was crazy, right? Now, Everything seems just kind of lackluster. Your football, you know, your football attendance is kind of eh. basketball has never recovered, and hockey is getting better and better every week. And it kind of uh, peaked. I don't even. I don't even want to say it peaked because I still think they can. You know, you can get that kind of reaction to some big, some other big games coming up too. But Conti Forum sold out. Tickets were going on the secondary market. For two hundred dollars plus, there were lines around the building. There were fan. I had messages from students constantly, like, "Hey, Jay, do you know anyone who has tickets? Can you get me tickets to this game?" It was the happening spot, and when that puck dropped, 
that place was electric. It was so cool to see. And then you have the first period go by, battling back and forth. The fans are going nuts. No score. What You know, what's fine. Whatever, it's hockey. But the second period, Ryan Leonard scores the first goal of the game. And I argue on, I put this on Twitter. When folks say that Boston College doesn't have good fans, I want to show that video to them. Because for all the other schools, whether it's Iowa with their women's basketball team or Michigan with football or whatever sport you want with a school that you can think of that has a good fan base, BC hockey rivaled that 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 um, atmosphere on Friday. That place exploded when Ryan Leonard hit that goal, and the excitement just continued as BC just put they beat the brakes off the Terriers that first game. You know they there were chances, but BC for the most part they ruled that game. So you felt great winning the first game. Anything after that's gravy, right? Like, you're just thinking, like, okay, you win one. If you don't win the, the road game, who cares? You know, you, you, you're you still feeling pretty good. You head to Aganis Arena, and they have the same atmosphere, which, again, all of this is great. I like, I, I, I'm obviously a more BC-centric person, so I like how it impacts BC sports. But in terms of college hockey in itself, just having these two games elevates the sport. It makes it more interesting. And, you know, it was on ESPN. It was all over the place. So this game starts, and it's messy. Penalties all over the place. BC jumps out to a 2 nothing lead. They silence the, the crazy BU crowd. You see that you saw the banners out there that says BC's not in Boston and whatever. And they're, they're doing their chants and everything. But their place is rocking as much. But BC silences them to start this off. Now... It goes to nothing, but then at the end of the first period, just because every this whole game was just like it was a ref fest. BC gets a penalty and BU scores with like 15 seconds left in that first half, first period, and all of a sudden the Terrier fans are back, and you're feeling it right. They tie it in the second, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, here's where here's where it comes, but then BC scores a goal. They go up three to two, and I think it was I think it was Will Smith that scores the fourth goal, and you feel like whoa, they're going to do this. BU scores again; it's four three, and you know, and this game. It honestly, if you were watching this, most of this the second and third period felt like it was all BU, like they were in that offensive zone. So that first game, BC had you know some great like they're they're dangerous bc's dangerous because they can score real fast which is always fun reminds me of the times that like kevin hayes and johnny control but the second game the mvp was jacob fowler jacob fowler stood in his head on some of those plays he had 31 saves he let up three goals right whatever but this was against an elite offense bu is very very good and he he stopped 31 including some of those saves at the end of the game that helped bc win this, the feeling that you had after sweeping the number one team in the country is a feeling Boston College hasn't had in years, arguably back to 2012. You could, you could say that, that the feeling could happen in, in women's lacrosse too, but 
Um, it's it's different, right? <laughs> but it's there. This is this is different. This is a BC's historic sport of dominance is hockey, and they've been dormant for a couple years now, and now it feels alive again. By sweeping BU, and you're riding a big, uh, you know, winning streak now after sweeping Merrimack last week. Now you get UMass coming in. I'm sure that they're going to want a piece of you. This team is so talented from all the talent, you know, all the people that they have that are going to the NHL to, you know, watching watching how explosive this team is on offense is a treat. And to go and do it against BU is even better. You don't get a lot of super great feelings being a Boston College sports fan, but this whole weekend was full of them. And most of them were brought by the hockey team. Now, in a moment, I'm going to talk about the basketball team, which also brought a great moment. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Now, eBay Motors is here for your ride or die. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, to tires, excuse me, to LED headlights and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. With eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. All right, this is AJ Black, and we're talking about BC's weekend of great sports. Now, basketball, let's be a little bit honest here. They weren't really great. They didn't play a great game, and they didn't play against a very good team. Notre Dame is hungry, but they've lost four in a row. BC has been playing very sloppy. Well, not sloppy, but they just haven't been able to put together a game to win as the season seems to be slipping away. So you're heading to South Bend, a team that against a Notre Dame team that you've dominated. You swept them last year and you're looking to sweep them again this year. And when you look at what happened in this game, it was it was a mess. It was a mess again. BC shot 32% in the first half, but their defense played better. They held held Notre Dame to 30%. Uh the second half, BC kind of steps up a little bit, and in the end. It was some big scores um, by Jaden Zachary, who needed some big big shots uh, to, to seal the win. But this game felt like it was a chance for Notre Dame to win the whole time. So when you're looking at this game, what's the positives you can take? I'd say this. A win is a win. You got to start winning games. And like, as Earl Grant said last week, you know, the, they're going to start to those close games are going to start to turn in their favor. Or their hope is that these close games are going to start to turn in their favor. Um, and when you play like you did, and ho- thankfully they they won this one, the the close game did turn in their favor. But there were so many chances for Notre Dame to win this uh, down the stretch. It just felt like something was going to happen, and they just didn't do it. So, congratulations to the team. A win is a win. Now ahead of them on Tuesday, they play at home 
against Syracuse. Again, they have not beaten Syracuse in 11 years, which is insane. We just got done talking about hockey and how dominant that team is. With some of the streaks that BC basketball has is, is painful. The fact that they have not beaten a team that they have such a history with in 11 years is sad. Oh, it's so sad. And I look at this game. If BC goes out there and shoots 31 or 32% again, they're going to lose bad. They're going to have no chance uh, to win that one. Um, Syracuse just pummeled NC State, and J.J. Starling had a huge game for them. And they were shooting the ball crazy well from beyond the arc, something that BC has struggled to defend. So can Boston College end their 11-game losing streak? Or 11-game, you'd wish it was 11 games. 11-year losing streak against Syracuse? You'd hope so. They aren't playing well enough to do it, but you know that weirder things have happened. Can Quinton Post have a big game? Can you get Claudel Harris finally going? Because he's still struggling. I I still am worried, but as Earl Grant said, maybe maybe it is just one game at a time. Maybe instead of just looking ahead at that schedule and going, oh, okay, so the Louisville games are going to be wins. The the Florida State game may be a win. You know, here they got another win there. You just look at the game in front of you, Syracuse. What do you got to do to beat them? You got to keep them off the three-point line. You got to defend. You can't have defensive mistakes. You got to start hitting some shots. I'd love to see this team figure it out and turn around. You know, they're not a bad team. They are not a complete team, though. They are not. They have not put together a complete game, as as even our Grant has said it. He has, we haven't put together a complete game yet. They need to start doing that. They need to take that this team to another level. Um, and it, it, it's on both sides of the floor. Like, they're just not a complete team yet. Um, and it's been kind of tough to watch. So that is one little piece there. Now, that's all I got about that basketball team. I'm still feeling good about hockey. I, sh- I feel like I should have talked about hockey even more. Because one thing I, I, I just realized when I got uh, into, out of the commercial break was I didn't bring up that BC plays BU again in like another week. the The Eagles drew. Well, it's the it's the yearly like they shuffle, obviously they shuffle who starts off in the bean pot. BC and BU play in the opening round, so that's going to be fun. You get them again this time. So you get one game at home, one game away, and one game at neutral. So that should be one last chance. Um, <laughs> how crazy would it be if BC <laughs> beats them again? Um, and so that was one other thing. And the other last piece I didn't bring up was beating BU also puts Boston College back to the top of the AC, uh, yeah, ACC, Hockey East. They have the same conference record as as BU, and unless there's some weird um, tiebreaker I don't know about. They, they win the head-to-head, so I would imagine they get the first seed. So um, that's big. It's very big. Um, and I don't think if I if I remember correctly, I don't think the bean pot counts as conference games. So that does even if they lose that, which hopefully they win because you want more trophies. But if, you know they, that shouldn't have impact their hockey East standings. I don't believe someone can always correct me and tell me AJ you're wrong. Uh, but that was my last thoughts on that. Now in our final segment, let's talk about Zay Flowers, uh, the the elephant in the room. 
Um, he, the darling of Boston College had quite quite the drive in the third quarter of uh, today, tonight's game against uh, the Chiefs that may have really put a damper on what should have been a terrific uh, freshman uh, rookie season. So we're going to chat about that in just a moment. FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. So I love, me for Super Bowls, my favorite thing are buffalo wings. I like a good homemade buffalo wings. I I, I bake them. I, have you ever tried baking them? Um, but this year I'm going to try dry rub buffalo wings. Those are like my favorite. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy those. And then what I love is to make a few bets as well. Now, with the Chiefs going in, I'm feeling really good about Patrick Mahomes against whoever wins this game that's going on while I'm recording between the Lions and 49ers. To bet against Patrick Mahomes seems silly at this point. So whatever his over or under is, I'm going for it. And I'm also going to go for them winning, and I'll take the spread on that as well. So do you agree with me? You may, may not. But if you don't, you can always head over to FanDuel. With new customers, you join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports partner of the NFL. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. We're wrapping things up here. And we are talking about the AFC Championship game. Now, Watching the first half of this game, I was like, oh, great. Zay Flowers scored a touchdown. I'm going to get a chance to talk about how great of a game it was for Zay Flowers. Win or lose, he scored a touchdown. Then the third quarter happened, and he scored a 50. Uh, he had a 50, who was a 54 yard catch that he lost 15 yards on because he taunted. Bad at penalty, but he then recapped it with like 14 yards. So he kind of did it on his own. Then the coup de, dra- coup de gras happens. He, after getting the taunting penalty, the same guy that he taunted pokes the ball out as he tries to reach across the goal line. It was clearly short, and the Ravens lose the ball. Then Zay punches the ground. Uh, what did he do? He punched, I think it was the, the seat that he punched. He cut his hand open. This was one of the one of the worst turn of events for any player I've ever seen. Like, to watch his season just completely unravel on one drive was was horrible. It was horrible to see. And I, listen, this is locked on BC and we are in the no hate for Zay club here. I'm not going to hate on Zay. He had a terrible drive and he made some stupid mistakes. Yes. Is he the reason they lost that game? Absolutely not. Yes, he should have scored a touchdown there. But Look at the rest of that team. Look at what the rest of that team did against a pretty mid Chiefs team uh, in, t- in terms of Patrick Mahomes, you know, potential. No one else on that team did anything. They rushed for like 60 yards other than what Lamar Jackson did with his legs. The other wide receivers combined for like, um, like 90, 100 yards of receiving themselves. Um, 120 yards for everyone else. Nelson Aguilar had one catch. Odell Beckham had 22 yards receiving. 
Um, Mark Andrews was, you know, basically not, not a factor. They, but again, you go to the rushing yards, Gus Edwards, three times, uh, justice Hill, three times. What the heck is that coach thinking? You could have ran the ball a little bit too. So yeah, Zay made a mistake, but there were way many, there, there were a lot of other issues of why the Ravens lost this game. They should have played a lot better on offense and they didn't do anything to, to help themselves. But for Zay, I, I, you know who I'm going to, I'm going to say is partially at fault for this Boston college. You know why? Taunting penalties. First of all, right? Any good wide receiver taunts. You watch any NFL or college football game. Those wide receivers, it's, it's part of their DNA. It's what helps them win those. Ba- I, I think, it, I think it's that, that drive that helps them win those one-to-one battles against equally as cocky cornerbacks. They taunt. They, they, they talk crap. They do gestures at each other. They do all sorts of stuff. In big moments, sometimes you got to swallow that and not do it, though. You know? For Zay, Zay has never played other than last week's playoff game in a big moment. Go back to BC. Every game he played in was kind of like, I mean, from 2021 on, on, there were no like really big games. They never prepared them for a game that had the feel of this. Like you go to Georgia or you go to Clemson or Oregon or Oklahoma, you name it, right? The big programs, they play in big bowls or big night games and big moments. I don't feel like Zay ever had that chance. So here's a guy who has the wide receiver complex in a big moment where he has not had a chance to learn to cool down. And he should. He should know better. But I, I, I wonder if Zay had that chance in college, he would have known better to do, you know, to not do what he did in this game. Now, the reach out rule, um, I saw the head coach of Nebraska um, say that this is why we treat, teach players to not do that. And I agree with him. I, I've always thought that was stupid. Um, because it's so easy to poke the ball loose if you're just holding it out. Um, but that's something that needs to be drilled out. But coaches like coaches don't do that enough. They just let their players continue to make that move. And 95% of the time, it doesn't bite them. But the times it does, you see what happened to Zay. So there's that piece. And then, of course, you punch something because you're angry. It happens. But again... Locked on BC is a no hate for Zay zone. I hated watching this. I he finished with 115 yards receiving. He was the leading receiver on the team. He was the only guy to score a touchdown. And now all anyone's ever going to talk about this offseason for this poor kid who's a rookie is this dumb drive that he had. You know, some players don't recover from this. So I hope Zay does because he's way too talented to have something like this negatively impact the rest of his career on tomorrow's show we'll continue to talk about bc football basketball and everything else in between you need to make sure that you subscribe to locked on bc where we get your podcast hit that like button before you head out uh, thank you all who have made locked on bc your everyday listen um, i appreciate each and every one of you and we'll be back again tomorrow for another show of locked on bc your team every day